people are asking me, yo, are you booked? Like, in the morning, I'm like, yeah, but um, I can take you at this time, like, because I was already here at 7. Yeah. Mom, I started adding them, so then I started my schedule earlier than 10. What's your average time year? per cut? Yo, it depends. Like, I have one that does, like, a low fade that takes me a little longer, but everything else is, like, 25 minutes, maybe 30. And then the low fade took me, like, 45, a little bit longer than that, you know? All right, so you heard Carlos. You heard Carlos, the Barber Session, we live. Carlos Real G, we told you we was going to get him on the show, show, and he's on. Carlos, what's up, boy? What's going on, Carlos? Carlos, what's up? <laughs> Yo, what's really good? It's Black Alosa, what's up? So, not, not only do we have Carlos on, but we also have Drew the Barber. What's good? What up, Happy what up? to be here. But at least we got the introduction, and we got Carlos in talking about prices. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. So, Drew, Drew, what do you charge? Um, $20. It starts at 20 And then uh, if we go to 25 um, with a beard, or we go uh, 35 with a style. Okay. And if you guys don't know who Drew the Barber is, definitely look him up on Instagram. It's Drew D.A. Barber, right? Yep, Drew D.A. Barber. Yo, this dude puts out pictures, puts out content every single day. It's crazy. Like, the amount of... Work ethic you gotta have to do that type of that type of content, post that that type of material, and his pompadours. If you see it, his undercuts and his styling is. It's sick. Jesse was talking about it last week, like a couple weeks ago. His his texturized cuts and his pompadours and his styling. I don't think I know anybody in Tampa it. that's doing it like that. Nah, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No problem, no problem, man. So so what got you into styling? Um, honestly, man, I went to a Pacino's app tour a couple months ago, and. Uh, Famos and Diego were there, Lena was there, and they were doing it. And I just figured, why are we not doing this in Tampa? You know what I mean? And um, I kind of just figured, you know, I needed to reinvent myself. Uh, if fades weren't getting it done, um, I think too many people out here, they just want to fade, you know, become a barber to fade. But it's much more than that. There's a lot of people looking for a lot of different things. And uh, if you're willing to expand yourself outside the box, there's a lot more clientele out there for all of us. Oh yeah, and I think I think that's a niche, man. That I always talk about the whole crossover between salons and barbering, and not just in the the professionalism aspect, but the fact that they take advantage of all types of different um, services services to raise their prices, to demand more, to they to upsell. to have more value. They're taught to upsell. They're and taught to upsell. I think the problem with barbering is too is that. Um, too many barbers out here are worried about who's using color and uh, who's doing all these extra services rather than just fading. Well, barbering has changed. It's not just fading anymore. There's a lot of different services we can add to our game. And if you're willing to do that, then uh, you're going to see yourself elevate really quick. That's what's up. So how long you been cut hair, Drew? Uh, this is my 15th year now. That's what's up. So back then, there wasn't, there wasn't all of this stuff to take advantage of. So... You know, the fact that uh, I'm still relevant is because I've been willing to step outside the box and use the color, use the topics, use the kiss, use all everything that's available to us. Carlos loves that kiss. You're using that, that kiss Yo, a lot, I right, Carlos? Thing, bro. I love it, but it's so right, bro. Like, I remember when I first started, they didn't have this. Like, all that extra hair color, everything. Like, everybody looks at it like bad, but, bro, we got to keep on changing, like, get better type thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. Just upsell and just... Upsell your clients, <clears throat> and once one does it, like you notice in your clientele, Carlos, right there. Once you did they like a couple, that. you upsell, then everybody wants it. Like, yo, how how did he get that look? They love it, bro. I swear, I'm like, yo. I mean, that's what you gotta do, though. You know, you want them to look fresh. Yo, give them what everything you know. 
That's what's up. So, Drew, wh- why did you choose barbering? Man, it's kind of funny. I fell into barbering. Um, I used to wait tables back in 2001, 2002, and then that's when I got into it. You know, early 2002, I just decided um, I needed to make a change. Uh, there was a lot of things that just I didn't feel were right. I had a friend of mine that was cutting hair at the time. His dad owned the shop. And I just said, you know what? He kind of he brought me into it, and one thing led to another, and I ended up with a, behind the chair with some clippers in my hand. Never been happier. That's what's up. But now you, you own your own barbershop now, right, Kurt? Yep, the Barber Lounge uh, right off of Waters. Um, just opened it about two years ago. That's what's up, man. You ever been there, Bosnia? I have. It's, it's, it's one of the beautiful. sickest shops yeah, it's ever. Beautiful. And it's a dope Dominican yeah, spot next to it. I would get, I don't know how you're on a diet. Tell um, me on a diet. <laughs> man. I couldn't do it. They got it all over there. Yeah, but you said something about um, your barbershop that that I think people need to hear, and it had to do with um, the traffic, right? You said to you, you, you're still busy. You're a busy barber, and you're charging premium prices, like more than most barbers are charging right. above average. But you still you still have a demand in a shop that you say doesn't have the type of traffic that obviously something that would be on a main road or whatever right. would. And you're no, you're, you know, you've been barbering for a long time. So it's almost like it's nothing to you. Like, you don't care if there's walk-ins or not. You're grinding. You're still getting walk-ins in. If you're a barber and you're looking for walk-ins to feed you, then you got the wrong mentality because there's too many things available out of, uh, to us out there right now. Um, Instagram, you know, if you know how to use it and use it properly, um, you don't need to rely on a shop for walk-ins. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, my shop doesn't get very many walk-ins. You know, I got, uh, I got five barbers that work under me. And um, there's not enough walk-in clientele in there, but I stress the fact that if you do what you need to do as a barber, which is post your pictures, use the hashtags correctly, use everything available to you correctly, you can be busy. I agree, man. I, I don't think there's any excuses. I think it's easier than ever today to, to build your clientele. You don't need walk-ins to eat out here. Man. No, you don't. So you still be on the grind. Be on the grind, put the work in. What time did you get here this morning, Carlos? Bro, 6.30, man, but you already know it had to be for, like, VIP. 6.30? 6.30 in the morning. 6.30 a.m. Damn. What time is it right now, Bosnia? He's still in the shop? It's 8.38. Still here. Yeah. That's what's up. That's how it is, man. You got to grind. Like, if you want to make the money, I just came off my birthday, man. I have to re-up, pretty much. Make my money back. But, you know, that's how it is, but you got to grind. Nobody's going to feed you. You got to feed yourself, pretty much. Nobody's going to give it to you. You got to go get it. I think I think Carlos is probably one of the hardest workers I know in barbering, bro. But don't get me wrong, the dude he he enjoys life for sure. He parties, and if you don't follow him on Snapchat, definitely follow him. Um, what you got going on the side? You got like a, a chiva going on? Yeah, bro. We got um. Well, I do like little party buses and like I just throw parties, man. That's my thing. But um, yeah, pretty much like whenever it's like club promoting or something, hit me up, Carlos Bro G. That's it. On, on Instagram. Instagram, bro. Whatever you need, I got it. Carlos, question for Carlos. Why did you choose barbering, bro? Well, bro, honestly, bro, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, everybody has, like, a weird story, too. Like, I just chose it because I couldn't find a job, bro. Like, I was, like, what? I was 18, like, 17 or something. My mom was always telling me, yo, go get a job, get a job. And I was always apply, apply everywhere. Nobody wanted me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to step up. I'm going to go to barber school. I went to the, I mean, I, I'm okay with my barber school, but I pay way too much. The money is OD. Um, next thing you know, I'm like, all right, I'm, I did it. 
morning and night, in the morning and the night shift to get it done quick. Boom, I got it. Boom, I was done. I started out at um, a shop in Cross Creek. From there, I'm just like, this had to be, that had to be my job. Like, you know, like, this, I need, I need to start making money. So then from there, I just kept it moving. You know, I found you guys. I found Headline Barbershop, my spot. You already know what it is. All right. That, that is, I, I, I didn't really have like a choice pretty much, you know, but I actually like it, you know what I'm you saying? You developed a passion for yeah, it. Yeah, like in the beginning I was like, all right, I just need another job. And now I'm like, yo, I like it because I have this freedom. It, everything is good about it, man. Like if you're a barber, you're like, you know. Well, like Balls just said, you, you're the only one that can put a ceiling on what you make. Exactly. You, you're pretty much making, you make the money that you want to make. That's how it is. Yo, I gotta tell a funny story though, Bazio. I don't tell think you, I don't think you were there that night, but me, me and Danny did. Ah, come on. Or me and Danny were were, uh, were there. We all, Andrew, Carlos was the first barber we interviewed, oh, and man, I'll man. never forget, bro. We went to uh, what Why? was it? It was Applebee's. <laughs> I think it was Applebee's, Why? Bazio. And we sit down, and he walks in. If everybody knows, if anybody knows Carlos, you know he always got fresh Jordans on. Always, guys, every pair. They're on right now. Got, yeah, he has them on right the now. Beat, beat. He walks in, fresh Jordans with a snap. He says, down, I order a sweet tea. Danny orders a Coke. And this guy orders a two-for-one draft. He's like, what's that draft? <laughs> Yo, what that? Oh. oh, the interview, bro. <laughs> oh, I thought it was cool. So like, I looked at him. I was like, to not make it feel bad, I was like, Yo, change that. I'll, I'll switch my sweet tea. I'll take a beer also. Drew, you ever had that happen in one of your interviews? Man, you know what? I haven't. Um, my guys, usually, they just come and interview here at the shop. So, and, uh. My crew, man, consists of uh, one guy that I've known, played Little League Baseball with him, real good guy, worked with him before in the past at other shops, brought him on board quick uh, when I opened. Uh, the manager of my shop, Kevo Fuego, real good barber, real good dude. Real we good dude, bro. Yeah, we worked together before, too, so he came with me, and um, I actually just got the rest of them, man, just just uh, just walking in through the door, so I've been blessed. We got to get Kevo on the show, too, man. Yeah, Kevo's the real... He hasn't been that long, either, nah, right? he, he hasn't been cutting that long, but he's developed, man. He's 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 a hard worker. He grinds. Um, he he's all about his business. And uh, five years, man. He he's he's made a hell of a clientele for himself. That's what I love about this 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 barbering industry, right, Bazio? Is that you can come in with nothing, and if you're willing to put in the work, it's just a matter of time. I think that's one of the things you're gonna touch on, right, in the in the class on Sunday. Yeah, Bob session, of course. Six months. That's all it takes. Six months. That's all it if takes. If you're willing to grind, if you're willing to sacrifice. And do what nobody else is willing to do. Six months. Rebuilt it three times in six and, months. And, and I think that um, sacrifice has to be the key there because, uh, you know, one thing I, I used to educate at, for a school. Um, I, te- I taught for two years and I used to tell the students there the one thing you don't want to do as a barber young in the game is you don't want to you don't want to look at it as you're spending too much time sitting down because you're losing the value of the one client. That one client can turn into two clients. That two clients can turn into ten clients real quick. So you have to be readily available all the time. If you make yourself readily available behind the chair all the time, you will make money. That's what you You used to be an educator. Yeah. Aren't you? Uh, you're you're educating and teaching classes now for exotics too, aren't you? Um, not yet, but my first one's coming up here uh, May 15th. We're doing exotics in Chicago, so I'll be on that. That's what's up. That's dope. If you're in Chicago and listening, make sure you check out Judah Barber. Are you going to be teaching um, the styling and all that? Yeah, we're going to do undercutting style. So it's going to be good out there. If you want to learn how to do texturized cuts, style, or pompadours, you have to go check this guy out. I mean, just check out his Instagram. You can see his work right there. It speaks for itself. Carlos, what's up with your Instagram, bro? What the? 
Nah, bro, I gotta step my game up. Like, honestly, <laughs> I feel like I'm at a whole different level. Like, not a whole different level, but like, I'm I'm behind, bro. Like the way I do it, I socialize, but I go out. Like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I never got customers through Instagram, bro. Like, I feel like I go out so much that, bro, I've been booking appointments while I'm in the club. People book me while I'm in the club, bro. And then I wake up the next morning, I'm like, and he comes in, like, yo, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, was it, you got an appointment? Yeah, man, I booked it last night. What you mean? I'm like, oh, snap, my bad. We out. Let's get it. So you make money to party? I make money. No, I don't make money to party, <laughs> bro. I just make money because I party. You feel me? <laughs> I just go out, bro. Nice. I just go out and somehow, I'm like, At yo. a necessity. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. Bro, I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm not really, I don't look like a social person, but when I go out, bro, I'm pretty social. Like, they know who I am. Like, yo. Man, that's not real cocky, but I'm not, bro. Honestly, like, they know, like, oh, Carlos, yeah, that barber from the chapel. That's it. I grew up in this area, you know what I'm saying? So, everybody pretty much knows, yo, it's Carlos. He started from the bottom, now he's here. <laughs> no, 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 I'm wild, I'm wild, no, no. This is why you need to follow his Snapchat. Funniest yeah, human being funny, I know. Bro. Carlos RLG, if you didn't know. <laughs> so, Drew, where do you see this industry in the next five years, bro? Man. You know, it's it's a blessing to see everybody opening up shops, and um, that's that's happening at a high rate. Um, a lot of people, a lot of barbers want to look at it as saturating the game. I don't look at it like that. I just think that we're all expanding. Uh, we're all, you know, able to, you know, provide, which is number one thing as a man that you want to do is just provide. So, you know, a lot of people hate on the game. They're, they're, they're mad, you know, that uh, that the game is, is rapidly increasing and, and everybody's doing good, but... It's a beautiful thing, man. I, I I see in the next five years it's gonna be bigger than ever. We're we're the we're the next celebrities, man. I completely agree, man. It's starting to become cool to be a barber, man. Yeah, you know how many people how people reach out and just like, yo, I want to be a barber, like, and kids, bro, like kids. Yo, I had a girl that was in middle school, bro. Middle school, reach out and was just like, I want to be a barber. My parents tell me it's, um, I'm crazy that there's no money in it, but I don't care. I want to be a barber. That's sick. Man, and I think I think the it's it's beautiful to see how many people reach out. You know, um, you know, I, I was like Carlos. You know, a couple months ago, just a couple months ago, I didn't really have much of following on Instagram. But um, you know, Jesse, one of my mentors, I really sat down and talked with him. He kind of, you know, took me under his wing and and you told about me Jesse Lima, Jesse Lima, how important it was to to really you know put yourself out there and, and see what it'll do for you and um. You know, it's crazy to see how many people reach out and really, really respect us and want to be like us, and that's that's a beautiful thing. All it's, it's we're like one big family. Definitely, man. I honestly, I think that's how Carlos builds his clientele too. People think he's funny; they want to be around him. They they want to be like Carlos. Well, you you mentioned it all the time about about how you and, and at Northdale your shop how JP makes so many people laugh. People just come back just to hear JP talk. Yeah. <laughs> You know, listen. What's he you, gonna say next? You don't. You don't have to be the best barber to be a great barber. A lot of people. A lot of people get that confused. I, I have a guy in my shop, you know, and and he's just funny, and he gives out quality haircuts, but he's not worried about you know, being the best in the shop. But you know, he makes people laugh. He's personable. He talks to his clients, and and that's what's most important. That's why people come back to see us every week. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Drew, because. <clears throat> a long time ago when I was in school I'm not going to give up my age but a little yeah. bit a long time ago Yo, when I was in school uh, my teacher told me that a long time ago because I was so focused on being perfect right I mean literally perfect that it would li- it would stress me out and I, I'll never forget he told me you can give an okay haircut 
a and quality a quality service and a and an a and an a plus service or a plus experience and you got a client for life client for life listen there's not too many people outside of us sitting at this table right now that know what the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is but what every customer knows is what a good service and a bad service is so as long as you're giving that good service you're going to make a client i've worked with barbers i'm sure we all have that are sick oh yeah i mean sick but they never come to work yeah never on time for their appointments nope just really unprofessional just like i said it's all about that experience that professionalism absolutely i got something to say about that honestly like um i have one customer man oh he gives us a baldy a baldy and the goatee but he tells me all the time, yo, I come in, you know why? Because every time I see your phone, you show me something crazy. I'm pretty much living through you, bro. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, for real? Yeah, bro, like, every time you have a different story, man, like, oh, this weekend you did this and this that. No, I'm like, oh, damn, I guess that's another tactic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it works. No. He come back every, like, two times a week, bro. Hey, this is a true story. Like, now, Bazio, Bazio has me, a word. Let me interrupt, Carlos. Oh, no, you how come go. you haven't invited him to the Chiba, bro? I'm saying. Bro, how am I, I going to invite him to the Chiba, bro? He's like, I think he's like 70-something. <laughs> I'm going to just chill. Bro, you don't want to give him a heart know, attack. Like, no heart attacks. Know, gonna be, but nah, I'm not going to say that. No, but, yeah, but bro. anybody who's worked with Carlos, and, and Bazio's experienced it, experienced it a little bit. Local definitely has experienced it. I mean... Boz, you remember in the beginning, this kid has what we call in the shop as a joke because he's a, he's a Jordan head. He has a sneaker camp out at a station. I mean, oh. there's literally like six, seven, eight people hanging around a station, and they're having a good time at a station. They don't care. They're waiting. You remember um, when sneakers would drop? We would know what sneakers are dropping. And the day oh, the, the, he, he day the drop, de- no, no, no. personally delivered no, to no. him. The day of the drop, he would try to keep it a secret from us. <laughs> like, he didn't want us to know he got some sneakers. Like, he got a hot drop. Like, yo, what's wrong with this dude? He don't like attention. That's what it is. That's why he's not on Instagram. Bazio, he don't like attention, but he gets them personally delivered to the shop. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why he don't use the Instagram, bro. I don't Don't worry about it, man. After this, I think I'm going to change up. (laughs) I really think I'm going to have to change up. I'm looking forward to that. Can you help him out a little bit, Drew? I'm going to need Drew to mentor me, bro. I need need a mentor. Hey, I'm right here for you, bro. For sure. I met this guy about two hours ago. I walk in the shop. First time I've been to headlines out here. And this man was still cutting hair. It's like 7.30 at night. I was amazed. I was like, wow, this guy's getting it. Oh, we're just trying. We're just trying, man. Trying to grind. Carlos. Yeah. What's your favorite haircut to do, bro? That's a tough one, man. You know what? I'm not even going to lie to you. Everybody be saying some crazy stuff. Yo, give me the one all around. We out. Shape up. No, free mode. Nah, bro. That's what it is, man. Like, man, you know what? That's a funny question, though. I got something to chime in on that. Uh, well, I was, was going to ask you anyways. If, if, you look at, if you look at my Instagram, I try to put some inspirational quotes on there, <laughs> hard work quotes, life quotes on there. One of the quotes that you'll see that's repetitive by me is this. You don't have to be great at anything. You just have to be good at everything. So, you know, if you're spending all your time mastering your fade and you're not spending any time learning how to style or learning how to taper or learning how to cut with scissors, you're just shortchanging yourself. So, you know, it's good to be well-rounded. Don't worry about being the best because the best is a matter of opinion. And the only one that has to feel that you're the best is the person sitting in your chair. There's one paying for the service. So true. Yeah, you're not going to make everybody happy. There's always no, going to be somebody no. that's dissatisfied. Right, Carlos? That's very true, man. Very true. That is so true, bro. I see it all the time. All right, so, Drew, <clears throat> you're going to start traveling with, with Exotics now, educating all around the country. 
What's next for Drew the Barber? You know, it's funny. I was talking to Chico Boom about that today. And, um, you know, I've been wrapping my brain, trying to wrap my brain around it. Like, what, what really is next? You know, like, you know, traveling, uh, competing, which has been, it's been great. You know, I've been fortunate enough to, to be able to, every time I've competed, I've brought home something. How many times have you competed? Uh, I've been in seven shows now, and I've, I've, I've brought home a trophy seven times. Wow. So I have nine trophies over seven competitions. So, you know, that fortunate enough, you know, that doesn't happen all the time. So I know that there's just one coming up where I'm not going to place at all, and I'm cool with that. But, um, you know, I do it because I enjoy being around you guys, you know, being out there, networking, making friends. Uh, you, there's a lot of opportunities made by, by shaking hands. And um, what's next for me, man, is just I think – to stop worrying about what's next. You see what I'm saying? I, I think I worry too much about what's the next move, and I think we all that really care about what we're doing are worried about what's the next move. But I think that whatever's meant to be is going to be meant to be, and the next move will find you. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's dope. So before before the show started, me and you were talking, and, and you were you were uh, you were talking. We touched on this a couple times, but um, what's up with all this barber hate, man? Man, I can't understand it. Um, I just don't understand why everybody's trying to bring each other down. Um, there's there's too too much too much hate going on uh, within our industry. Uh, too many people don't want to see the next man do good, which is absolutely ridiculous. There's there's a barbershop on every corner. Uh, there's there's like eight barbershops uh-huh. around me. Walking distance, I could walk to eight shops. Yeah, and uh, it hasn't hurt me one bit. It hasn't hurt them one bit that I opened my shop there. And um, I think that we all just were better united. You know what I mean? I think we need to stop hating on each other. Well, I think it starts from ownership. Yep. Personally. I don't I'm allow my barbers to hate. Early on, um, the guys had to get used to my philosophy in the shop. Uh, like every other shop, I'm not going to sit here and say that my guys didn't hate. Every barber, it seems like, wants to hate on the next guy. I had one guy that wanted to go through and I'm not going to drop his name but wanted to go through this man's pictures and talk about how garbage he was and how is he an educator and how is he doing this and that and I said man if you got enough time to go through this man's pictures to point out everything that you don't like about it mm. then then you need to, you need you need to get a life you need to put the energy somewhere else you need to put the energy somewhere else you know what that man was probably behind his chair all day working, and this man was all day on his Instagram hating. Bars. So it just doesn't make any yeah. sense. That's real. Whew. No, that's crazy. Well, when I say it, it starts, it starts up top too. It's, it's not just, and I'm sure you know we've all experienced it. Me and Boz experienced it, in the sense like what example we set for barbers, but also like me and Boz have had what three barbers that have left and opened up their own shops. Yeah, and I'm proud of it. Probably. Like I'm literally proud, and 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 I've, and anything that they need help with, just pick up the phone. Well, I, I, I can tell you guys right now, Kevo is leaving my shop, mm. and, and I'm gonna say that right here on the show. Wow. Um, I hope he hears it. I told him to tune in. I know he's leaving, and um, I think it's a good thing because I've watched him grow from having no clients, sleeping in the chair, being next door at the tattoo shop. We gotta go get him. Hey man, you wanna make some money? And now, five years later, he's ready. That's dope. And, um, and you know what? 
the only thing I'm going to miss is, is just having him there with me all day. But that's a friend for life. Uh, we're family. And uh, I'm going to help him whatever he needs. I'll be there laying floor with him, putting up stations, helping him promote, yeah. giving out cards. And, and and most importantly, which I've seen all the time through through all the years I have in this game, switching shops and, and watching barbers come and go is one thing that I will do is when his customers come in, don't know where he's at, is send him his customers. That's Yo, real. Because yeah. if you need to take another man's customers – then you, you know, you're not a real barber. It says more about you Drew. than it does about him. You hit a nerve, man. And me and oh, Boss, yeah. me and Boss have been through it before. We've Real had barbers. Congratulations, Kevo. Definitely, congrats, bro. You're gonna do great. Uh, me and Boss have been through it ourselves. In this shop that we're in right now, where we've had barbers that have moved on for whatever reason, open up their own shop or decided to go to another shop, and every single customer that walks through the door, where are they at? You know, they're right down the street. Right. Here's the address. Here's the phone number. Right. And a lot of the barbers look at us sideways when we do that, and I'm like, I don't need his customers. Well, we've been there. Listen, when a when a when a barber leaves your shop, this is for the owners. When a barber leaves your shop, stop looking at it as that you're losing a you're not losing a percentage on every haircut. You're just losing the money on the chair. Fill the chair, and you'll be fine. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're not losing anything. You know what I mean? Um, you should support. You know, the barbers that leave your shop and go on to do bigger and better things because at one point in time, all of us were that barber yep. behind the chair paying booth rent. And now we're doing our thing. So why stop somebody from doing theirs? Yeah, don't be, don't be a hypocrite. Exactly. 100%. I think, True. I think, you know, people like you and, and our culture and what we, what we our vision, it's only going to make the industry better because if we keep instilling that, like like I said, and we talked about it before, you know, it's that, that family culture. You know what yeah. I mean? and, like and I, I consider all of my barbers family. And you know what? Um, what I've been trying to do is get out, uh, go to other shops, uh, talk with people. Like I worked at uh, Ralph's Barbershop yesterday. Got to meet his barbers. Um, was fortunate enough for him to have me. It's a great experience. But, um, man, you know, like there's not enough of that going on. You know, like you don't have to just stay into your own in your own little square. You know what I mean? I think we should all get out and support each other, hang out, talk to each other, support each other on Instagram. If Instagram is, is right now what's linking us all together, then we should have some more support on that. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, the average barber will see another barber from another shop, their pictures, and scroll right down, and that's it. You know what I mean? You know, no support. There's just not enough support out there. Hey, Drew, you brought up a great idea um, before the podcast started. And those networking events, right? Like just you know, just get together with with shop owners, with barbers who who want to do it. I think you should really follow through with that, man. We yeah, make that happen for he- sure. Headlines is in. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Headlines, the barber lounge. You guys are gonna see a lot more of us together. So uh, get ready for that. That's what's up. Elements. Situation. So, Carlos. Yeah. yeah. You gonna bring the chiva? Nah, bro. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> That's too much. They're not ready. Carlos. So. You know, speaking to you is a little bit unique because mm-hmm. I've seen you. You said joking around like from the bottom, and now you're here. But I've seen you grow so much, man. Not only as a barber, but as as a man. You know what I mean? Uh huh. What's next for you, man? I mean, I, you're booked every day. I mean, you're doing your your networking and your party stuff. What, what do you want to do next? He needs to raise his prices first. Yo, that's definitely one of the... That's got to be... Bro, I got to raise my prices, bro. Definitely. But, bro, honestly, like... Honestly, I feel like I need to focus more, like... 
an actual plan. Like, I mean, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for whatever. Like, bro, my clientele is pretty up there. I feel like it's pretty up there. It is. But I don't know, man. I just need to focus on that next step, which would probably be, like, either open up the next headlines, something like that, bro. But honestly, I can't tell you at the moment. I really honestly can't tell you at the moment. Just go ahead and take over, Chris. <laughs> take over, bro. I don't want to say. Go ahead, take over. Take over, bro. I don't want to say. Yo, you was asking for a lifesaver. Throw me a life, bro. Throw me something, bro. Cause I ain't ready. Yo, look at Logan. Logan so disappointed. Oh my gosh. He was saying I'm so strong. I was like, bro, you heard this dude spit his heart out on him. You gonna do that, bro? No, my dude. I couldn't think of anything crazy to say. He's like, open up the next headline. I don't you know, know. I don't know. Chris, I think, take over. Bro, I think too, man. Like, there's, there's a, there's a lot of. Um, I think guys like us help inspire some of the younger barbers because there's a lot of young barbers out there that are on the brink right now of deciding whether this is for them or not. And I could tell you right now, I love a funny story about me. Back in 2004, I was already two years in, and I switched shops. Went to go work for my homeboy. Man, when I'm telling you, I never had anything. I never had anything. There was one day that I was driving home. I'm driving a 1986 LeBaron with a rag top, and the top was broken. Had a big old rip in it. It's raining outside. Windshield wipers do not stop the rain from coming through the top. So I decided then, I was like, man, is this for me? I've already two years in. I'm not getting nowhere. But when you're not getting nowhere, that's when you're on the verge of becoming something. And you got to stick with it. You just got to stick with it. You got to find somebody, link on to somebody, find somebody who will inspire you, Some find somebody who will help you and, and stick with it because there's too, many, there's too much negativity out there and a lot of these guys are quitting before their career really even starts. That's deep, man. I mean, for me, everybody knows my story, man. <laughs> Uh, and and a, a lot of my motivation was my brother sitting across the table from me right here, Basio. Came into the shop and, and kind of re-motivated me. I mean, I was at a shop where th- all the clients that were there were there because of me and another barber. Right. There was no marketing or pushing. You know, we had to go grind it out. Right. I mean, you were lucky. <laughs> I, I, there were the days where I'd do two haircuts in a day. Right. And same thing. You, you reach a crossroads and it's like, is this really for me? Right. Because a lot of people, I mean, you sitting here, Basio, Carlos, I'm pretty sure you were cutting here in high school, right, Carlos? Yeah. I never Garage picked days. up. I never picked up a pair of clippers until I got in school. Wow. Never. Never picked up a pair of clippers. I was, uh, I sold insurance, and I hated it. I hated being behind a desk every day. So I decided to go to UPS, and I worked, I worked at UPS. I've been there 10 years now, and I needed something that can make me enough money Kind of like Bosley when he was going to going to college, something just a grind, a hustle, just to make money on the side, right? So that I can afford to pay my bills. And as soon as I got in the shop, man, I just developed a passion for it, right? And I knew that I wanted to open up a shop, and I knew that that was my that was my niche, that was my lane, right? And Bosley came in, <clears throat> like I said, remotivated me, and I haven't looked back since. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of touch on all that, yeah. If you listen to this and you just you kind of just you just getting by and and you. You're thinking to yourself, you know, what's next? And you're in a shop and it's slow. Whatever it may be, man, you know, it's, it's your responsibility to make to, to make the decision. And you don't have to stay in the place that you're at. You don't have to settle for it. We're telling you right now that, that there's two guys sitting across from me that came from nothing, that, had, that were in situations where 
they had nothing and they just kept going and they just kept looking for and they just kept fighting for it and I mean I know both of you guys now today and and it's amazing where you are at, at this moment so if you're listening to this man I hope this is inspiring you man I hope you guys are, are listening and really getting it because it's real it's not you know say no movie this is real no it's, it's absolutely real and I'll tell you right now if anybody is listening to this right now if you guys want to hit me, DM me, ask me questions, anything, I do respond back. There's a lot of guys out here that are feeling themselves way too hard. You reach out. I even reach out sometimes to different barbers, and there's no response. Okay? You reach out to me, I'm going to respond to you back. We're going to have a conversation. I'm going to help you out any way that I can. It's barber love. I don't just hashtag it. It's for real. It's barber love. That's what we do. So hit me up. So, Drew, right here on the show, can I reach out to you, man? Can I go uh, shadow you on some style and stuff? Man, come through, man. I'm waiting yeah. for you. Yeah, I need that in my life, bro. Hey, I'll be, I'll be happy to have you. Come through. Come through. He, he, Carlos, you want me to put you on? Yeah, I want to get put on, bro. Hey. I need to step my game up. We out. Can you give him a free spot in the Chiva? Bro, come on, man. You, you stay <laughs> brother. that Chiva. Chiva, where is that? You want to do extra work, don't you? He wants that. He wants that. <laughs> He really, Basio's really enjoying making Carlos feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but I, honestly, I'm the shyest person ever. Like, when you see me out in the street, it's a different story. Yeah, un- until, <laughs> right now, I'm shy, until, bro. Until, like, until, you, until I shot a Patron, and you're good. That shoddy, bro. Patrizzi. Nah, I, I would definitely say he's, he's definitely a shy guy. I'm trying to get him out of his, uh, you know, his comfort zone right now. I feel like right a now. turtle right now, bro. I'm in my shell. <laughs> hey, well, I could tell y'all who's in the building right now who's not shy. Okay, loco. Because when I met this dude, this dude, you want to talk about inspiring people? This guy talked to me on the first time. Yo, what's up, man? My name's Drew. Yo, what's up? I'm loco. Yo, man, hey, listen, man. We about to open this up. This shop, man. I'm so excited about it. I mean, this guy went on about headlines for like two days. He's the ultimate network. Mind you, I was only with him for an hour. But like two days later, I still hear loco in my ear. (laughs) Like, give me the whole plan and everything. Like, this guy right here goes hard. Nobody, nobody networks in this industry like Loco does. Word. That's true. Nobody, bro. That's Everybody. why in the barber session, he gonna be. Hey, we call down. this guy on a Sunday. Yo, Loco, we need pictures. Here comes Loco through the door. He's about an hour late. He's like, yo, I just need some mangu from next door, kid. <laughs> what? Oh, and uh, we finna take some fire pictures. Un tres golpe, I'm good. Hey, he was ready. Fuck him here. Are we doing anything on sports? Oh man, Doug Martin. Doug, Doug Martin, Martin, thank you, thank you, oh, sir. Thank you for signing back wait, wait. with us. You're you're a Bucks fan? Oh my I god, Bucks. I've had hey, season Bucks. I've had season, season tickets? tickets. I've had season tickets since 2006. Ever since I could afford. Ten years. Hey, ever since I got the Ever since I could afford season tickets, I've been in there, man. They're gonna edit this shit. Fuck these motherfuckers. They hate the Bucks. They hate. We got James, baby. We got Lakers. Oh man. Yo, hey, but bro, my, hey. do you see how much they gave to fucking Oliver Vernon, bro? Oh my God, he got paid. But Brock Osweiler, eighty-five. Brock million. Osweiler starts. No, yeah. he's stupid. Seven games. Seven games. Wins five, and he's worth seventy-two million dollars. Four years, seventy-two million dollars. Yeah, they just need to pay my man Bruce. Bruce, if you're listening, bro, I'm here oh, for you. Bro. Bruce Carter, he got cut. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I gotta cut this out now. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Bruce got cut. Bruce, I love you, man. He, but I do cut. Like, I do cut Levante David's hair. You cut Levante. One of the Best oh, young oh, linebackers oh, in the game. Levante's a beast. He's gotten bro. snubbed a few times, but I was glad to see him in the Pro Bowl. Bro, where where does Alexander go? Uh, no, Alexander's still with us. 
No, no, but where does he go for I haircut? I thought LeBron James. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He gets that funky, weird. I don't know where he goes. I don't know where he goes for a haircut. I know over at Northdale, the the whole offensive line goes over there. Banks goes over there. Rainey bounces back and forth between there and, and American Dreams. Yeah. Um, a bunch of them go. You know JP? I uh, cut Steph no. Curry. No. <laughs> He could have damn Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry is going down this year. LeBron James. What? Is Whoa, gonna take no, hold up. No, bro. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a LeBron I'm a fan. fan I'm about to start it. Stop it. No, wait till Mazzy gets back in here. LeBron, all day. They won't make it past the heat. I'm about to say something right now that's going to really piss you off. They're not making it past the heat, bro. That's what I'm saying, They're not making it past the heat. LeBron's good. We out. Joe Johnson now? I'm a LeBron fan. What? And I even I hated the heat. I hated the heat. He hates the heat. But whenever LeBron But you hate LeBron. More. You exactly. More. So I'm like, you know what? Other hey, but side. listen, man, LeBron's doing his thing though. Man, LeBron ain't. <laughs> LeBron. Hey, nobody even talks about LeBron anymore. It's all about Steph. Hey, but, Steph but you know what though? Le- le- let's give LeBron some credit though. I was just saying this in my shop the other day. LeBron coming in was compared to someone in his first year that is probably the best living basketball player of all time. So not, it's not, it's okay. not probably. Well, he, he was. was. So he is. He he com- he is. Yeah, probably. Pro- probably is the wrong word. He comes in his first year as a young kid, okay, compared to the greatest of all time. Now, what, 17 years later? How long has he been in the league? Uh-huh. Now he's getting compared to guys that are in their prime two or three years. So this man has to live up to every expectation, young or old. People forget that he's getting a year older every single year he's in the league. So he's not going to be like he was year one, two, and three. You see what I'm saying? Or year four. I mean, the guys, he's a seasoned vet already getting compared to, to guys that are much smaller, much faster. And you can't cannot, you cannot compare hey, hey, Steph Curry to you, LeBron James. You're preaching, bro. You, somebody should tell out the local with Kobe. He you needs to just let it go. go. Let it go. Okay, you need to stop. Just relax. Not when let you first go. came in. Stop it. Stop let it, bro. It stop it. He averaged like 12 points a game. Five points a game, bro. Relax. You got, you got kids, right, Bazio? I got kids. You got kids, bro? Yeah. Let it go. Frozen. Let it go. Yeah, my daughter sings. I mean, look, it, it, it really bothered me the other day. D'Angelo Williams, um, you know, you guys know oh, man. what he Did said about, about Peyton. Did what you he hear say? what he said? He That's said ridiculous. Peyton Manning was trash in 2015. What? He's a running back for Pittsburgh. Now, listen. He came out on the day that he retired, and he said all these people gassing him up, and nobody, it's funny how nobody can acknowledge that he was, and he put. Uh, Quotations? No, he put a. Uh, uh, the little memes, the little things of, of emojis. <laughs> emojis. Uh, of, okay. He was trash. Uh, Peyton Manning has done more for the game than than D'Angelo Williams will ever do. So he just needs to back off him. No, Mike Tomlin said it. Said it best. You saw Mike Tomlin nah, tweeted at him. The coach got on Twitter and tweeted at D'Angelo and said, "And by the way, he he uh, his last tweet was like four months before that, so he's not active." Yeah. He jumped on. He said, uh, "D'Angelo, quit while you're behind." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> let it go. Come on, let it go. That man deserved to win that championship and ride off into the sunset the way he did. Absolutely. Chris, on the first episode, you gave me shit about Peyton Manning. Oh, yo, he changed Whoa. up. He changed up out of nowhere. What's up with Did you all of a sudden? I, I heard the first You heard episode. it, right? What's up? What's what up, up with that, bro? What up, Chris? Well, you he said rich. if he should come back, and that's where I gave you shit on. That's where I give you crap on. But what, what he's done for the game, I've never denied it. Yo, you were saying he was trash the other day, bro. You put a garbage trash right here. Garbage can't, uh, Carlos, bin. Carlos, you don't even know who Peyton Manning is, bro, so shut your mouth. I don't know who. <laughs> it's not the one that played for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Exactly. Now, nah, but on a better note, um, what's the update on uh, Steph Curry? Because this is Steph no, no, Curry no, no. My, Nation. My dude Drew here, you went, you you had to step out for a second. He what's said uh, he said the Heat aren't aren't getting past Cleveland. Cleveland's going. Nah. As a matter of fact, what, what his words were were that LeBron's gonna knock out Curry and go to state in the championship. Are you? Oh my, God. <laughs> yeah, my heart, my heart, bro. Drew, Drew. I have a condition. Seven five three zero West Waters. That's where you can find me. <laughs> I have a condition. Yeah. Yo, but Carlos is sweating over there. Yo, that's all my condition, bro. You know my but, condition. Hey, Carlos we, is we, upset. So we, we touched on we touched on NFL free agency. Some crazy money getting thrown around today. Crazy money getting thrown around really? today. But it it would be wrong if we didn't touch on the McGregor fight last week. Oh, I wasn't home. home. I didn't watch it. How did we not bring that up first? Man, I'm a McGregor fan too. I'm a McGregor fan, and you know what, Drew? You know what, Drew? I was going for McGregor, and I'm a a McGregor fan. Hey, Carlos, when I want your opinion, I'll give it to you, bro. Bro, Doesn't even make sense. I'm not gonna say what I was about to say, yo. You know, because it's a respectful show. Let's get it. (laughs) Yo, I'm a McGregor fan as well, like you, Drew. And I had to hear all these guys yelling in my face because we had a big fight party in my house. All these guys. Going off, yelling, screaming. But in my opinion, he couldn't have taken the loss better, as it, like a champion. Like his response well, at the end. What, what, did, what did everybody expect him to do? He uh, 30 pounds. Dos right. Angels breaks his foot. He's training this whole time. Two weeks before the fight, listen, Dos Angels is going to back out. We're going to give you Nate Diaz. He's a lot bigger guy. What was he going to do? Was he going to change change up and say, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to fight him now? He just well, said he well, was going to. He, he had was, the option. He didn't have to fight he him. He didn't have to fight him, but he went up and he fought him anyway. At 170 and, uh, I think pounds. I think you got to respect that. He didn't change He didn't change anything about his approach to what he was going to do. Um, I honestly believe that he was going to get in there. He, he thought in his mind he was going to get in there and work him. And, and I think that you got to have that. You know what I mean? Everybody's been knocked out. Tell me Mike Tyson's not the greatest heavyweight you've ever seen. But he's gotten knocked out. Knocked out. Yeah. And, I, the, and the on. thing is, and let the me, thing is that, that he, uh, you know, for, for the mo- for the majority of the fight, he he did yeah. tee off on him. Oh, he was. Uh, he, he just listen, ran, he he ran was out leaving. of gas. There's a reason why Diaz got a medical leave, and why Connor is still ready to fight. Well, Connor was uh, fight. He was what he was partying with chicks in bikinis. They said the next so day. I will, <laughs> I will say this: everyone expected Connor to win. Yeah. Right. He, he ran out of gas. I knew Diaz was going to win. I said the whole night. I told you that. You made fun of me. Everything was funny until what happened. And his and, and no, I'm gonna be honest with you. Drew touched on a lot of the things that I was thinking. The guy was way bigger than him, bro. Naturally. It's just naturally. Like you can't there is no like in between. Like it's obvious. If you're gonna try to tee off on this guy, he's it doesn't matter how much he's bleeding and all stuff, he's eating that, bro. And That's, I and I'll and I will tell you this, given given the opportunity, if Connor was given the opportunity to know Six weeks prior to that fight, that that's who he was fighting. Oh, he I won. think he would have done a little more homework. He would have mm-hmm. known what he was getting himself into. He would have been prepared. Yeah, but well, he had to go up twenty something pounds in two weeks to go fight a bigger guy. You can't prepare well, for that he, in, he that, said, in that, said, that time. He said it at the end. He said it at the end. And like I said, he, in my opinion, everybody can say whatever they want. I no, mean, he handled he, it right. He's brash and he's cocky, mm-hmm. but he handled it like a champ. He did. I mean, he literally interviewed and he was like, "Listen." He was the bigger man, and yeah. I'll come back and I'll learn. I'll take it on the chin and I'll learn from it. I love that the Facebook man, post that the, you yeah, shared with me. The bigger that was man, sick. the bigger yeah. man, the, the yeah. bigger man takes the, uh, you know, takes more punches because he was teeing off. He just didn't know it was going to take that I, much. I think the better, more interesting fight that night was Holly Holm oh, versus she got Misha Tate. She got wow, two chokes, bro! bro. Come and, on, and, and I'm excited to see if Rousey could come back 
and take that title back. I don't know, bro. Did, did you hear Dana White today? No, I, I got zero respect for Rousey. Did you hear Dana White? Did you hear Dana White today, Bozzi? Zero respect for Rousey. Did you hear Dana White today? What he say? He said he feels bad for for Holly Holm. That he advised her not. Oh yeah, yeah. To take her that fight, and it, her manager, her yeah. manager told her to take. He told her wait for the rematch. Yeah. You're leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah. yeah. Wait for the rematch. Fight Rousey again, and then get into something else. Yeah. yeah. But no, that fight, that fight was dope, man. I, yeah. Honestly, I feel like, and I told all the guys that they were all jumping all over me because McGregor lost. I was happy. That yeah. was like I was happy that I spent the money on that because I got my money. And, and okay, I will yes. tell you this: I, I will I tell you this. Like McGregor, they didn't watch out for McGregor because now that he's lost oh, no, and he in, in such a, a public fashion, he's gonna come back even stronger. He's a freak, and I, and I think he's gonna be whooping people. For the next couple to of years. To touch on, on Holly Holmes, I was surprised in that fight. They said that was the first time she's been taken down. And I'm like, yo, the, the chick is a is a champion boxer. Oh, yeah. How how do you not – how is that not everybody's hey, strategy? You, you know fight? what? Well, it, it, I mean, it's, it, you can have a strategy, Bosley, until you step in the ring and she has but crazy bro, reach got, and she's you know teeing up. Like Ronda Rousey, that should have been the first thing she did. Ronda tried. You know what surprised me? in the ring, Chris? You know what surprised me the most about the fight, though? If you watch the fight, she didn't get she got beat in the same fashion she was getting beaten in the second round. And it just seemed like she didn't she could not her her corner couldn't come up with a with some adjustments for her to Holly, make. Right? Yeah. She yeah. she was she was getting choked out in the second. You didn't know the something third, behind the scenes? In the fourth. That we don't I, know about? I don't know. It just didn't seem right. It just like no, Holly didn't I, seem I, like I don't, I don't think 100. so. I mean, I, it lo- it just looked to me it looked to me like uh like Misha was hey, just she, prepared. She, she did. She did pass out. So I give her that. She, Yo, Yo, and McGregor she fought it quick. to the end. And McGregor she as soon, fought it to the end, bro. As hey. soon as that choke was in, McGregor yeah. was like, "Tap." I've, I've seen Carlos <laughs> do that. McGregor said, "I'm gonna take my one million. <laughs> you crazy. Take my one in a one. I'm out." But it, it, to me, I don't think there was anything to it, Bazio. I don't think there was anything to it, Drew. Honestly, I think Misha, Misha up, was just man. well prepared. Yeah, she was well prepared. She, she just kept her distance. So Holly Holmes been around a long time too. She's been around a long time. She's done it all. Loco, if you're going to talk, bro, get on the talk mic, on the mic yo, What are you doing over there, bro? bro oh, talk, man. Yo, Loco's back. Right. Let me tell you something. Listen, Loco's back. All right, I don't got a mic. Give me this. Oh, earphones. Yo, Bamisa has lost twice already to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey broke her arm the last time she fought her. You really think Misha Tate's gonna take Ronda Rousey? Absolutely not. Okay. That's not, that's not the conversation. I heard, I heard this earlier. Well, He's well, Ronda at, had I have the no disrespect. The whole time. There's no doubt in my mind that Ronda should have beat Holly Holmes if she had the right strategy. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She wanted to prove to everybody that she had striking game and she, against the best striker in the, in all of UFC. No, but Ron, well, you got what you Ronda decided. tried taking her down. She yeah, just kept I mean, getting teed she, off on yeah, with the jab. She did the same thing oh, against the Brazilian nasty. chick in 13, yeah, she, 14 She seconds. did a few times, but it was already too late. She was no, already yeah. teeing off on her. I think I think Rousey could come back and, and take that title. I know she's so? going to come back yeah. and take the title. I know for a fact. Right, Misha, Misha, yeah. It's like a casino to the future. Right the, listen, Ron, I think Ronda has learned her lesson, and when she gets back to fighting, she needs to stop making movies and, and worry Drew, about and Drew, worry about fighting. Nah, she's Drew, in fast Drew, Drew, She's Drew, in fast, fast. Yeah, You need to stop. Drew, this. stop <laughs> she's, making movies. She's talking about committing suicide. Man. Yo, that Come was on, a her little, mind ain't in the right place, crazy. bro. Listen, her mind's not in the right place. You talking about committing suicide? I don't know if her mind's in the right place, but I know that her nipples were in the right place in that hey, Sports whoa. Illustrated, that Sports <laughs> Illustrated video that she did. Never lie. They did the body paint with <laughs> the, the tiger paint. on her. Uh-huh. Hey, Woo. I mean, Let me hey. tell you, my man Drew ain't never told a lie. Hey, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <Please, baby. laughs> I was like, yo, thank you. I don't know what motivated you to do this. Well, thank you. Appreciate but if it. it was that kick to the neck, let's kick her again. <laughs> kick her again. 
snap, man. Yo, so who we drafting? Ooh, uh, that's tough. Goal. I think we got, got number teams. nine. We need Back a corner for real. Or a pass ta- rusher. I don't want to take a corner number nine, bro. Hey, we need we need we need a pass rusher though. I'll take a pass rusher. You know yeah. who's coming in tonight? He's probably here right now. Robert Ayers. Okay. But man, I, I was I, reading. I want to burn him, bro. Yeah, I heard you. Hey, but these guys are lost. Oliver there, Oliver got so not language. Yeah, he got paid. He's, Fifty-two million. He's the highest guaranteed. DN now in the league. I chuckle. More than JJ Watt. I chuckle. You chuckle because you you don't know what we're talking about. I'm an NBA fan, bro. That's that's pennies. Yeah, bro. that's pennies. What are we even doing? You know, no, below average gets paid here? that type of bread. Can we touch on that? No, the Lakers are bro. The no, Lakers nobody wants to talk about, the about that, man. Three, five years, bro. Three the to five Lakers years. Bro, they are buried. Oh, one. 12 to 95. Bro, they, 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 it's a terrible organization. What they did to their rookie was stupid as hell. I don't have no respect. Last time I remember the Lakers was Magic Johnson, B. Oh, not even Kobe? Damn. Kobe, G. You Carl, you with the bars. Hey. You have all of his shoes, bro. He does have a comfortable yeah. shoe. Yo, the shoe is hot, though. Hey. I mean, a low-cut summer shoe. Saying nice. Yo, yeah. they dropped 27. I don't want the high time. Russell dropped 27. Bro, come on, Russell. Last night, come on. He should be dropping 27. You're <laughs> right, and I'm going to say hello to the rookies, bro. Goodbye, Kobe. 24 and 23. It's over, Loke. He's done. It's over. I'm yeah. not upset. I said no Kobe, Kobe should retire. Did you love not Kobe. hear? They don't, they're clearly not listening to the last episode. I don't know, bro. But Kobe's going to have a few books. He's going to have a book. He's going to make a few more money after his career than he's ever made in his career. Happy, bro. I'm he's happy going to. He had a great career. He had a great career. Yeah. Co- Co- career Kobe, Kobe at one time was like your edge. It was there, and then... Wait, my it's, edge? It's, it's not really there anymore. Hey, you can just leave the shop right now, bro. I'm an old man. I'm an old man. You know what I'm saying? Take the hat off, I'm 30. I'm 34 years old already, man. Oh my God, he just literally drew just dropped the mic on you, bro. Yo, Carlos, how old are you? I'm 25 now, bro. Just, you know, living life. <laughs> how, how long you been cut here? Yeah, that's why I switched my Me? Plan. Yo, I'm about to go into six and a half years, bro. Six and a half. That's oh, it. you got to get... Oh, hey, can I encourage the old heads that are behind behind the chair right now to show up to some of these battles with me because I'm, I'm, I'm next to these guys and they're like, yo, Drew, how old are you, man? You're like 24, 25. I'm like, bro. I'm 34 years old, bro. Like I'm oh, old. I don't even know that. Don't think you're gonna, don't think you're gonna convince me. No, oh, come on, man. Come on. Bro, you don't come and compete. You haven't seen Chris? Yo, Chris. You don't look 34 at all, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm not. Now, Chris, Chris looks 34. You don't look 34. I'm 32, but I mean, I can go compete in the fastest fight. Yeah, come on, man. Come out there and help me. I'm I mean, I might I might be able to finish two phase by the time local finish. Whoa, no. He said it. No, he said it. He said it. You're right, because I believe in quality over quantity. Whoa. My dude, are we trying to bash each other? Are we trying to be friends, bro? Yeah, what happened to Barber Love? But no, seriously, all seriousness. Good Barber Love. No, of course. This is what you hear in the shop every single day. All fun jokes. It's okay. Hey, local can have his moment and you know shine and stuff like that. But I mean, three shops later, baby. That's what I'm going to tell you. Are we out of after? Yo, so quick question. Um, March 20th, Chris, you're going to be uh, judging, right? Absolutely. Angel Raw's Barbershop, Raw Cuts, number one. His second Ooh. year anniversary. I'll be judging alongside my boy Sip the Surgeon. Oh. Class by Chico Boom, Angel, and uh, it's going to be dope. 
cool, man. I'm definitely going to be out there. I'm not going to compete, but I'll be out there. You're not competing? Nah, I'm not competing. I'm, I'm never going to compete, bro. I just heard about it tonight, so... Um, Joe, you coming yeah, out with us or what? Let's be out. I might have to pack up them Clippers and go uh, go compete. Oh, okay. Hey, you heard it here first. He's competing, ladies well, no, and gentlemen. I got, I got something to say. Drew, was it like, like I don't know... October, November, you told me you were retiring from battling, and since then you've been Whoa. in two different shows. He's like, Col- he's like, Col- he's like he, can't, he can't hang he's it up. Not, he's I like tried, Jordan. I tried to, I couldn't say, I couldn't say Kobe. I tried to retire. I tried to retire, and then um, it just, I just wasn't ready, man. My body still feels like it could, uh, <laughs> it, could it could do it. <laughs> I still feel like I got a championship. I in keep me. hearing this noise in the background. You hear that, Bazio? It's like coming from this corner over here. Yeah, let me let me bring but the mic He over won't there. compete ever. Matter of fact, he won't even post pictures on Instagram. So I don't know why. Oh he's... man, don't worry about it. After this show, man, I'm changing it all up. Oh, so you got to compete? Mentor. No, so you saying it right now? You're competing? What do you want me to start with, bro? I'll start with whatever. You tell me what yeah, you, you guys do, heard you do it a first. Pretty Ill combo hold on, cause we're gonna hold him accountable to this. Yo, I got my boy. You know my boy Christian, bro. Yo, Christian, be here. There's about. You got the best hair for that combo, bro. I'll even pump that up. No fuss. We're averaging 50 listens a day. Okay, if you're listening, I want 50 new followers on Carlos Real G on Instagram. We need to hold this man accountable. Carlos Real G, that's it. Spelled correctly. Spelled correctly. Yeah. Hold this man accountable. He said he's gonna step it up. Let me know. DM me. Let me know. If you really want me to compete, bro, hit me up. Just hit me up. Just like like a couple pictures. Even though I want to start posting some good pictures, you guys should like. But just let me know. Carlos, can I can I can I uh, let you in on a little secret, bro? Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. If you want people to like your page, you should start liking other barbers' pages. Put yourself Yo, out there a little bit. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Once true. people see that you're spreading the barber love, you'll get it back. Word, bro. That's so true. Bars. That's so true. I got to get on that. You never like any of my pictures, Carlos. Bro, I try to like them, bro, but how you... Ah, you're right. Like you believe that, Bozzy? You're, Bozzy. I like you're, you're, you're approaching... Bozzy's approaching 40,000 subscribers, and, and he's, not, he's not one of them. Approaching? I'm, I'm past that. Oh, yeah, you're past 40,000 You're rich. My bad. And Carlos isn't a, a subscriber. No, actually, Carlos comments on my videos, bro. On the um, YouTube? Yo, he loves it. Bro, no, nah, the YouTube be fire, bro. Like, I like it, yo. Like, I like watching YouTube more than I like watching Instagram, but it's cool. Like... Bro, it looks dope. Yo, for real. What, what do you think about his channel? Nah, it's dope, man. Like, I like it oh, when you do the blog, the barber blog. Like, yo, yeah. that'd be lit, bro. Like, remember one time I was in there? Yep. I was in there. We were like, well, you do that party, bro. Remember you do that party? Yeah. Tell, me that vlo- tell me that vlog was fire. That looked crazy, bro. And when I'm in there with popping that say, yo. <laughs> and, no, and, but it looked cool. And we're really toasting, cool. and you hear in the background, to the dopest team in Tampa. Bro, that, and we're like, that oh, barber oh, bro. See, if we could do that with every barber shop. Yeah. It should be like I mean, that. not cool, you know what I'm it saying? It should be like, like you that. imagine? Everybody together. Like, Matter of fact, bar- next, next headlines party, Barber Lounge is invited. Everybody. Exactly. Let's do it. Everybody. Man, I, I like you guys so much, I might just let you guys buy my shop and then we'll make it a headline party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy, bro. That's Headlines four, Waters, <laughs> it's already there. We're taking the oh. sign down, putting oh. headlines up. Oh, that's huge. All right. Hey, 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 we might take you. Hey, business meeting after the podcast. <laughs> hey, but can I manage it though? Cause you can't manage. I thought I was gonna be the manager, bro. Right, cool. <laughs> right, right, right. I'll get the next one. Hey, the Carlos, one. they got a Dominican spot next to it though. What? Mango. Mango. Morisoñando. Morisoñando. Chimichurri. Chimichurri. Oh, we go. What's it called? What's the name of the restaurant? Shout them out real quick. Shout them out. Let's just say it's Dominican restaurant. It's, it's the uh, Dominican restaurant right next to the Barber Lounge. <laughs> Yo, I'm out there. I'm out there. It's pretty fire, bro. I gotta bro. check that out. It's on Waters. 
So yeah, man. And the Barber Lounge is one of the most beautiful shops in Tampa. Yeah, man, I that appreciate floor, it, no that doubt. Floor, I walked in. Me every time. I, I walked into that, man. How about um? How about that uh? You guys are doing a class coming up this Sunday. Yo, yeah, the Barber Session. Nah, the Barber Session. Gonna be five. We're actually gonna practice after this, man. Like, this is nervous. all about the Barber Session. Like this whole nervous. week. But um, we're gonna be teaching, man. Uh, and this is gonna be listen. And it's not to hate on other classes, but you no. Know, a lot of times it's motivational It's not so much nuggets It's not so much right. boss Like people don't want to give out their secrets You know right. what I mean This ain't that We transparent We're going right. to be real transparent We have no problem seeing other people being successful And give them everything that we've Like literally what Chris is going to do Is give them everything we know about opening a successful shop From from start to finish It's insane bro And I haven't seen that yet It's, it's crazy bro Like whoever goes to that show no matter, And we got people coming from out of state bro We got somebody right. co- coming from Oklahoma North Carolina, South Carolina When I went to the Bronner Brothers show in Georgia Right Yo there was people that that already had tickets to the barber session what? Yeah that was saying what's up bro I'm gonna tell you what hey, hey Drew the Barber's gonna be in the house yeah, Alright I'm coming through and um, me and Adrian Lima, we're also holding the show a couple weeks after y'all, so I expect to see you guys there. We'll definitely be there. Yo, Drew, you want to showcase your um, one of your haircuts over on, at, the, at the session? Man, we could do it. Thank you guys so much for checking out the fourth episode of the Barber Session. Um, definitely check us out. Subscribe on Stitcher, on um, on iTunes. You could check out Drew the Barber. Where can, where can we find you at, Drew? Man, go to Instagram, Drew the Barber, D-A. Uh, it's D.A. Barber A lot of people get it confused with the So it's Drew the Barber Go check me out Like I said If you're a young barber Old barber You guys want to hit me up Ask me any questions uh, I'm always willing to To help out anybody um, Who hits me up And uh, I answer everybody back So feel free to hit me up That's what's up man I just want to say thanks again Drew For coming on Man thanks for having me Carlos appreciate you coming on You want to drop where the people can find you at? Bro, you already know where you can find me at Carlos Real G. Carlos Real G. Like, you can't spell it wrong. Carlos Real and G. That's and, it. And if they want to find you on Snapchat, it's Obilos, you know me? No, no, no. We got a different one. Carlos RLG. You know, if you keep it the same so people know. Gotcha. That's right. All right. Well, I appreciate both you guys coming on and signing out. Man, thanks for